The Zone is presented by Guaranteed Foods, delivering all natural food to Midwestern families since 1958. Enjoy healthier food, more free time, free delivery, and better value. Go to GuaranteedFoods.com. All right, we continue right here on Sports Radio 810 WHB, 913-3810-810. We'll continue taking your phone calls up until noon as we get to them. 913-310-810-913-912-4810 is the text line to join us as uh, we continue talking about the Chiefs and a victory Monday heading back to the Super Bowl. Four out of five. Four out of five. And the only one they did not make, they were up by 18 points and lost in overtime. Um, which, by the way... That last throw, which is the last time Tyreek Hill touched the football in a Chiefs uniform, and also the last time Patrick Mahomes has thrown an interception in the postseason. Six straight games, 203 consecutive passes, 6-0 and in the postseason, 73.4% completion percentage, 11 touchdowns, no interceptions, and a 108 quarterback rating in his six games since. That includes... Two conference championship games in a Super Bowl. It also includes a road game at Buffalo. It's unbelievable. 108 quarterback rating in his last six games. It's the longest uh, postseason winning streak for the Chiefs in history. Um, not surprising. Yeah, six in a row. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> six seems, that seems right. <laughs> postseason wins. And if you want to talk about dynasties, they are one of three teams to go to four out of five Super Bowls. The... Buffalo Bills, that did not win one of them. New England Patriots in 2014 to 18 won three, went three and two or three and one in those uh, Super Bowls, lost in the conference championship game in the other year. In the six years though that Patrick Mahomes has been the starter, the Chiefs' 89 wins are the most in NFL history over a six-year span, and the Chiefs' 14 postseason wins are the most in a six-year span in NFL history as well. With one, one more potentially pending. With one more. Yeah, they already have the record for the most with one more. This is this is good. This is real <laughs> huffing my own my own farts and really oh, nice. really kind of poetic. But I was thinking about this uh, last night and this morning. And I, I struggle with this. And I don't know if you do also because we are we watch the games and take notes like there is. We yeah. are working when we're watching Chiefs games and then we talk about them in a way that is work. But like, you know. Good work, but it's but it, but it is different than simply like I'm gonna hammer a beer and cheer and yeah. be, be at the stadium or be at home on the couch or whatever. It's a different headspace, and so I have to take a little bit of a step back to kind of just like look at it all sometimes and not just be typing furiously or trying to look up and back to my screen and up and back to my screen again. And I think that with the number of wins and the fact that I said this when Dylan walked in today, so the Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl. And it kind of just feels like Monday. Not in a bad way, but it's like, yeah, this is a Monday in late January. More often than not, this is how it's gone in the last five years. That's unfathomable. But I think we have two paths we can take with, with that fact. I think the repetitive nature of it can either lessen the impact of each one when it happens, or it can compound the effect and how you feel about this team. And I really think you have a choice that you're, you're allowed to make there. I, I think you can choose 
that this is how it goes every year, and so we're just going to expect to be there, and anything less than a Super Bowl win is, ugh, I'm not even going to think about it again. Or you can try to take in each of those playoff wins in each of those moments and realize the fact that the Chiefs keep doing this and that you may even be tempted to be numb to it is actually a testament to how unbelievable this stretch has been, and you will never see anything like it. You won't. You will never see the Royals do this. You won't see the next era of the Chiefs do this post-Mahomes. No. I hope this era lasts forever. But eventually you'll look back and go, oh, that was unquestionably, definitively the golden days of, of any, maybe any team ever. Maybe any team away from the 90s, 2000s Yankees and the Brady-Belichick Patriots. But, like, we are talking not just about breaking curses and playoff wins and busting ghosts. This doesn't happen anywhere, and it's happening here right now, and it's unbelievable. I was saying to Josh that the difference of Mondays between us and Detroit hmm. following a win yesterday is just because we're this is just normal. But yeah, they yeah. would have canceled school and work in Detroit today if they would have won that game. Yeah, yeah. Um, and completely understandable if uh, if they would have done that. Um, the Chiefs have an opportunity to win back to back Super Bowls. The only decade in NFL Super Bowl era that did not have a back-to-back Super Bowl winner was the 2010s, because mm. you had the Packers, and then you had the, um, uh, the the Dolphins of the 70s and the Steelers. Um, you had, in the 80s, the 49ers. Um, you Some had, dumb team in the 90s with um, a quarterback who didn't do any of the work. That's right, Dallas Cowboys oh, in the yeah. 90s, and then the Patriots in the 2000-aughts. He couldn't help himself. He couldn't. That. He couldn't. But I, that's can't fine. Tell you, I, I can't tell you what it is, but I can tell you the draft is already written. <laughs> I bet. I bet it is. It is safe. Good for you. Good for you. <laughs> Just in case. Um, all right, 913-3810-810. Let's go to uh, Andre next up on Sports Radio 810 WHB. Andre, go right ahead. What's on your mind, sir? Hey, what's going on, man, guys? I love the historic perspective you guys got about what's going on with the Chiefs, man, that it makes me think about the uh, about Travis Kelsey. What a day he had yesterday! Man, I mean, you're a thirty-four, you're a thirty-four-year-old tight end, man, <laughs> and you wake up on Championship Sunday and you going going against what they say is one of the best defenses, two All-Pro caliber linebackers, All-Pro caliber safety, and you're a thirty-four-year-old tight end going into that game. You go out and you put a game up like that: eleven target, eleven catches in the AFC Championship game. Thirty-four-year-old tight end went out, man, and put in absolute absolute work man so I'm, I'm so proud of him and then on that same day now were you the best player on offensive player on the field at 34 years old on that same day you passed jerry Rice <laughs> in all-time playoff reception let that sink in jerry freaking rice we just seen a man in a kansas city chief uniform break that record for playoff right that's ridiculous a tight end and here's the guy it's got to be inside and been banging with linebackers and safety mm-hmm. for years. And now he has all-time playoff record, bro. That, that is incredible. I, I, love, I love Kelsey, man. I've been watching him. But when they threw that number up there about the Jerry Rice thing, I had no idea. That's what I've been watching for the last couple of years is him putting together a resume like that. And his leadership and the way he went out and played and stepped up early in that game set the tone for that team. He set the tone for that team. That's leadership in action. That's not work. That's going out and playing the game full bore and pro- providing real leadership in action, man. So big ups to Kelsey, man. Big ups to the Chiefs. Just, I just got to call out the OG, man, 34 years old, going out there, putting in work and being the best offensive player on the field. Andre, I think, it's, a le- I think it's, le- it's legendary status, man. Andre, legendary status. one more for you before, before you get out of here. Uh, as you mentioned, the, uh, the receptions 
Kelsey also had 100 yards in the game, which is his eighth postseason 100-yard game, which ties Jerry Rice for the most all-time. It's ridiculous, man. He's his brother. From, he's in a Kansas City Chief uniform, yeah. man. Yeah. We've watched this thing for years, and this yeah. guy is now number one. Anytime you pass Jerry Rice on anything, a tight end, he's yep. done that, man. He's done that. So, so, And his leadership, man, I'm telling you, is a big part of what's happened with the Kansas City Chiefs. Guys like that, guys with that type of leadership, they're going to lay it on line and go play the game of football the way it's supposed to be played is the reason why this team has had a lot of success there. It helps passion. It helps everybody. When you got somebody mm-hmm. leading your team to go out and plays that way. He's not just talking. He plays that way. And the numbers show that. So, man, that's all I got, man. Big up Kansas City, man. Looking forward to Vegas. I think we're looking real good. If you're a quarterback, you drop back in the pocket and you got a, a target sneeze or you got a <laughs> target number 22, you, you got a problem, right? So we, we got two great cornerbacks. I think we're going to do great in the ball. I think that's put, put us on Debo and Ayuk. And I think we can handle the rest, man. So, I'm looking forward to the ball, man. You guys have a great day, man. Thanks for taking my call. Andre, appreciate it, man. Great stuff. And, uh, yeah, uh, no problem pointing out the the brilliance and the greatness of Travis Kelsey. I can't wait to ba- uh, buy all the 87 goat merch that will be coming out <laughs> in the future from Travis. So, Damn right. Um, you don't talk about guys passing Jerry Rice and things because you don't pass Jerry Rice and things. Most, That's not a thing that people do. Most receptions all time in the playoffs. Travis Kelsey, 156. Jerry Rice, 151. Julian Edelman, 118. (laughs) Nobody else with more than 100. In the history of the game, he's got 156. Gronk has 98. Like, I mean, he's a postseason run away from, like, doubling Gronk in the postseason. And eight different 100-yard receiving games in the postseason, which is tied with Jerry Rice for the most all-time. And if you want to throw some more in there, his last 12 playoff games... Travis Kelsey, his last 12 playoff games. This is not a full season. This is 12 games in the postseason. Last 12. 104 receptions, 1,200 yards, and 13 touchdowns in his last 12 postseason games. He's five postseason games away from what would be a full season in this stretch in which he has already had 104 receptions and 13 touchdowns in 12 games and 1,200 yards receiving. It's the greatest postseason duo in NFL history, and there is no debate anymore. It was Montana Rice. It was Brady Gronk. And these two have surpassed that because of the numbers Mahomes is putting up in the postseason and the numbers that Travis Kelsey is putting up in the postseason, the best, the most prolific postseason playoff quarterback-receiver combo in the history of the game is living right down the street. (laughs) In a Kansas City Chiefs uniform, like you said. Yeah. It does. It does not compute. Is a, is a, is a thirty minute drive from anywhere in the Kansas City area. It's it, like their houses are just right there. You got to go a long way to find Jerry Rice's house. Yeah, <laughs> or it, Joe Montana's house. The, the <laughs> other thing that's wild about Montana Rice, Brady Gronk, etc., is that the, for me the novelty of the phrase, like he just said, in a Kansas City Chiefs uniform, is yeah. not has not worn off because. The coolest players I was seeing in a Kansas City Chiefs uniform in my, like, heyday of growing up and learning about how incredible this team was were great running backs, 
Dwayne Bow was so cool that it revolutionized yeah. the way I was watching this football team. The, the the Niners and Patriots, you turn on the TV and you go, well, these are the Niners are playing or the Patriots are playing. These are great teams, even if they're not at their peak right now. These are these are teams with storied histories. And then over here is like the Chiefs. That every kid growing up now, the Chiefs are what we, the Patriots were to us, or what the Niners were to those Patriots teams. Mm-hmm. You're going to talk about the Chiefs uniforms in 20 years as being, oh, that are, those uniforms still scare me. You know that arrowhead on the helmet still spooks me, even though Mahomes and Kelsey aren't there. It changes the view of this franchise from history and all the way into the future of history forever. It's unbelievable. I want to play a couple clips here. One, uh, you talked about sort of the the Super Bowls coming and going and mm-hmm. and uh, either becoming numb or building on just the yeah. how, how how great it feels and just the the sitting back and just on un, uh, this surreal yeah. feeling Very of this surreal. whole thing. Uh, here's Patrick Mahomes uh, on uh, you know being asked about making another Super Bowl and him talking about appreciating every one of these. You don't take it for granted either. You never know how many you're going to get to or if you're going to get to any. It truly is special just to do it with these guys after what we've been through all season long. Guys coming together, it really is special. I told them, I mean, the job's not done. I mean, our job now is to prepare ourselves to play a good football team in the Super Bowl and try to get that ring. I want to hear Kelsey on the field with uh, Jeff Darlington, uh, but a couple of Mahomes stats just for S's and G's. Um, Second best win percentage all time in playoff history with at least 10 starts behind Bart Starr. Second most 100-plus passer rating games. In his 17 games started in the postseason, 12 of those have had a passer rating of 100 or more. Tom Brady has the record with 19. Patrick Mahomes is already in second place with 12. 12 of his 17 games. His 14-3 and record is the, the best of all time. His 67.4% completion, these are minimum 10 starts in the postseason. His 67.4% completion percentage in the postseason is second best all time. His 282 and a half yards passing is the fifth best of all time. His touchdown interception ratio of 39 to 7 is the best of all time. And his quarterback rating in the postseason of 106.3 is the best of all time. Oh, by the way, we just went through all the things about Travis Kelsey. We're in the territory right now of he doesn't have to even get to five. If he does a three-peat or an undefeated season, it's over. He's past Brady. Yeah. Um, like I've said about LeBron, he doesn't need to get to six to be the GOAT. Nope. And I don't think um, um, I do. I, I would love the, uh, the the Jordan lovers uh, that have said six, and that's all you need is six. It's six to whatever, six to whatever. That now would be arguing Mahomes over Brady because I don't think Mahomes is getting seven, but he's the GOAT. Mahomes is the best we've we've uh, we've ever seen play that position. That sentence is true. That I don't think you can argue right now. He's the best we've ever seen play the position. The mm-hmm. only argument against him being the greatest right now is he's, that he's 28 years old. Yeah, that's it. The and only he, argument and he has is five that, fewer rings. And it, 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 but then he's <laughs> right, but, which right, is a lot. Right, but, but, but he can't. He couldn't have won five more rings even yeah. if he would have beaten Brady twice, two more times, and beaten Burrow one more time. The most he, the best he could be since he came into the league is tied with Brady right now. Right at six <laughs> right. rings. Of, Actually, you know what? After it would be six to five because he would have beaten Brady oh, when he got the true. ring, and, then, taken beat, one back. and then beaten Brady in the Super Bowl. So yeah. he would take two. So he would. So Mahomes could, in theory, if he wasn't such a scrub in the postseason, yeah, could have six Super Bowls to Brady's five. Oh man, he sucks. Uh, here's Travis Kelsey on the field with Jeff Darlington after the game was over last night. Travis, another Super Bowl in a year that perhaps to some felt like the unlikeliest chance that you guys had. What do you say about that? The Chiefs are still the Chiefs, baby. And damn, it feels good to be on this team, man. There's a lot of camaraderie on this team, man. A lot of uh, 
we had to really circle the wagons. And, man, it feels good to be at this point, but we got one more. At what point did you feel like this team could be standing in this situation right now? Training camp. You can see how we meshed together. We just had to, had to go through some learning, just some woes, and throughout the season, some ups and downs. And um, I'm just super proud of these guys, man. I want to call it the Travis Kelsey era, but it also is the Patrick Mahomes era. He has gone to four Super Bowls in his first six years. What can you say about your quarterback? <laughs> the, best in the, the best in the world, baby. You can't say enough great things about Pat, and no better than that last throw right there to Marquez. And, man, it's, uh, it was great to see him show up and, and make sure he just quieted all the haters, baby, all the haters that he, that he felt during, this, during it, the season. It seemed like a very hostile environment here. What was it like? Man, I can't thank Baltimore enough, man. They made it an absolute madhouse in here all the ex-players coming back it was uh it was crazy man but i'll tell you what it makes it feel that much better that we came in here and got the dub going back to the super bowl you know it baby brought lamar back home and we're about to go get another super bowl baby let's get it so um travis kelsey and jason kelsey after the game embracing um there's a lot of videos out there uh that people got um and the best one that i could make out what they were saying uh, there's a part in there where I don't know what he said, but he said, um, you're the best in the world. I know it wasn't easy. I know it was a hard year. You guys, and then it's muffled. And then he says, finish this mother bleeper. But here's one of the takeaways I had from that. If you watch the video, Kelsey's pumped. He's excited. He's walking over there with Taylor Swift. And he's like, how about that? You know, and they're, they're hugging. And Jason starts uh, talking to him. And you see when, when Travis Kelsey cracks yep. and starts crying. He started with a joke. He yeah. started by saying, what, did you keep your shirt keep on your this shirt time, on? big guy? Something yeah. like that. But when Travis Kelsey cracked, yep. this, this will tell you a little bit of behind the scenes. Uh, give, a, give us more of a, an indication of what life has been like for Travis. When he cracked is when his brother said, I know it wasn't easy. I know it's been a hard year. And Kelsey just started crying then. I, I think you can you, you, that little bit says... You know, and he said, I brought this on myself. I brought this on myself. I understand that. I brought this on myself. But I think that moment where Jason acknowledges there, hey, man, you guys are doing this. You're the best in the world. I know it wasn't easy. I know it's been a hard year. And Kelsey just cracks and starts crying. And that whole sequence was yeah, so good. If it's you awesome. haven't seen the video, it, that, that one's worth finding also. Because the guy's balancing, you know, um, his entire life uh, that is now one of the more famous people in the world because he's dating Taylor Swift and the greatest tight end that ever lived and uh, trying to go about his business and continuing to win and all of the attention being on the football team and how they are struggling, how he's struggling, how he didn't get to 1,000 yards. He's dropping the ball. He looks slow. He looks old. Um, and, and is he going to retire? He's more interested in what's going on off the field, and Taylor Swift is distracting this team and all of that stuff, and yet here they are heading to Vegas to take on the 49ers in the Super Bowl. And not that we needed to see it again last night to understand this was a good trade-off or whatever, but I'm okay passing up those extra 16 for uh, that, oh, yeah. that week of rest with what he has looked like in these three weeks, and now do you know what Travis Kelsey gets? Another week of not playing football before he plays football again. He he might yeah. he might run a four four out there on next <laughs> Sunday, man. I don't know. Against the best coverage linebacker in the NFL. Woo! It's a fun matchup, man. A fun matchup. Let's well, go. Hey, to... Kyle Hamilton didn't give up a touchdown to a tight end he covered all year until the first drive. He had to cover That's Travis true. Kelsey. So it's a good point. I liked what Jerry said. Is that uh, you know last week Legarius Sneed allowed his first touchdown on the season and then he took one away okay. against the Ravens. So now he's back at zero. <laughs> 
It's a great point. Uh, let's bring in JJ to the conversation here on Sports Radio 810 WHB. JJ, go right ahead, man. Uh, what's on your mind? Floor is yours. Hey, how about those Chiefs, man? What a game that night. How about those Stevens? Drew Tranquil, Sneed. Hey, uh, Zeus Mowers, Thomas, uh, you know what? Uh, don't get up and taunt us. Thank you, Baltimore. We appreciate you guys. Way to poke the bear. Uh, Justin Tucker leaving your stuff. You're kicking stuff in the end zone when we're warming up. Jeff, they just want to make us mad, and they got it, baby. They got the best of the Chiefs. Hey, and as Rick as Rick Sear says, to be the man, you got beat the man. And guess what? We're going to get to the Super Bowl, baby. Let's go. Hey, KC, embrace the hate. JJ, appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Rack them. Uh, nice job. 913-310-810. Um, yeah, man. You want to hear a stat here? Real quick. Patrick Mahomes throwing the football and then following through to kick Justin Tucker's oh, oh uh, gosh, kicking yes. uh, was just brilliant. Brilliant. But I want to hear that stat. So the Ravens put out like a little like PR thing before the game yesterday, and there's a... A stat here. The Ravens' winning ways is the title. They have the most wins against teams with winning records in the history of the NFL. Here's the teams on the list with them. The 2004 Patriots, the 03 Patriots, the 79 Steelers, and then their nine wins against those teams by a combined 14 points or more is the most since the 02 Bucks. They're the only team on that entire little blurb That's, that didn't win the Super Bowl. The wow. Super Bowl. That's, oh, man. Wow. I was listening, and as soon as you said they're the only team, I'm like, oh, dude, everybody else won the Super Bowl. Everybody else went to the ship. We're going to the ship. Everybody else at least got going there. I mean, the they ship. didn't get there. By the way, the fact that this game was played in Baltimore, and anybody that's a fan of the wire, the fact that the Chiefs tweeted out after the game was over, if you if you come at the King, you best not miss. Wow, that, that went right over my head. That's excellent. I mean, that's brilliant work there in Baltimore. I was hoping Mahomes posted the SNL skit of uh, when I put my pants on, I make gold-plated records. I was hoping that in response to Roquan Smith was coming. Cock and walk, baby. Cock and walk. (laughs) Yeah, but when I put my pants on, I make gold-plated records. Cock and walk, baby. I got a fever, and the only prescription is more Patrick. More Super Bowls. That's right. Charlie next up on Sports Radio 810 WHB. Charlie, go right ahead. What's on your mind, sir? Hi, fellas. I'm not a sir, but uh, I did want to call and say what hypocrites I think you are. Awesome. Uh, in, in one breath, you and all the national talk show people and all the talking heads, in one breath say that Mahomes is the greatest quarterback on the planet, and mm-hmm. yet you bet against I didn't him. Bet. I didn't bet. My wallet has uh, money in my pocket because I bet on the Chiefs. I well, picked the Chiefs picked, to win. You 20- picked against him. You are right. I picked the Chiefs to, to lose 26-24 with the confidence that I said of 51-49, in which I opened the show talking about that, Charlie. I appreciate you I listening you. to that. And also, uh, if you want to go to the record, I am 13-4 and four in my uh, record of picking the Chiefs. So I guess I would be a believer in the Chiefs, but please continue on the hypocrisy critical part of it, Charlie. Go right ahead. Well, congratulations. Thank you. I appreciate and, it. Congrats uh, on uh, understanding the uh, win-loss record now. Yeah. Uh, also, I just wanted to mention that uh, was uh, Creed Humphrey asleep? <laughs> uh, 
two or three times Mahomes had to be on his knees to get those hikes. I, mm-hmm. It was kind of scary. It's been an issue for him most of the season. And, in fact, one of the plays, if you it, the, the official uh, game book has Creed Humphrey fumble, Recovered by Patrick Mahomes' MVS six-yard pass. Good Lord, does it really? That's how bad it was because it rolled to him. Yeah, it, once it, it hits hit the, the ground, ground, it counts as a fumble for Creed Humphrey, which I think is like the third game in a row he's had a fumble yeah. because it hits the ground. Well, that's all I have, guys. Thanks. Charlie, thank you for Thanks, the phone Charlie. call. 913-3810-810. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Fumble recovery is If you think Patrick Mahomes is the greatest quarterback of all time, then you can never, ever, 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 ever think he would lose a game. Because, in fact, he is undefeated, correct? Patrick he, has, Mahomes, he has lost some football games occasionally. Tom Brady is undefeated, too, yeah, correct? He also did lose a few. No. Not a lot, but he lost some. Um, no, he's undefeated. No, he lost a couple games. No. He had one year that he was undefeated until the Super Bowl. But but he's won every Super Bowl he's played in, though, right? No, unfortunately he hasn't. No. Yeah. So then the GOAT, I guess, would be like, it had to be Montana. He's won four, and he's never lost the Super Bowl. Let me Google it Aikman. Here. I think Troy Aikman might be the answer. Three and zero. Who's the quarterback that has never lost a postseason game? I think in football or you a lose game sometimes. in general. Yeah, you lose sometimes. Yeah, because um, see, was any any quarterback actually not lost a postseason game? Probably. I'm thinking like you know, obviously Rex Grossman lost that Super Bowl, but if Ooh, he won, yeah, he can never go back right. again. Gosh, winning a Super Bowl. There's got to be a weird. It's got to be somebody out there that's the greatest of all one. time. We'll find the greatest of all time that has never lost a I'm gonna go playoff, find Rex ever, playoff record. Though. Um, ever. Is it hypocritical to say that Patrick Mahomes is the greatest of all time and you thought he might actually lose a game? No, we just got to make picks at some point, man. <laughs> I, we all thought this game was going to be really close. And I'll tell you what, here, my, I like, my logic. I like my postseason record of 13-4 and four picking the Chiefs in the playoffs. I, I love it. The part of this game that I got wrong. Because, by the way, if you picked every single uh, win for the Chiefs, you would be one game better right. than my postseason record. You'd be 14-3. and three. The, the part of this game that I got wrong <laughs> was certainly not a doubt in Patrick Mahomes or Travis Kelsey no, or Rice exactly or Isaiah Pacheco. We, we talked about all of them, you know, all week long. The part of it that I got wrong, personally, my logic into this game was that they would need a player two from MVS and a player two from Justin Watson and uh, and the defense to be pretty near immaculate, which it mm-hmm. was, which I also have loved this defense all year. But I thought there would be a mistake or two somewhere in there. And maybe it would even be a Travis Kelsey drop at a bad time or whatever. But that if the Chiefs had any mistakes at all, that the Ravens would be the perfect type of team to capitalize on that. And in actuality, that game played out with the Ravens making dumb mistakes, yep. security mistakes, execution mm-hmm. mistakes, coaching mistakes from Todd right. Munkin. The the Ravens were the team that looked like the mistake-prone on both sides of the ball, the mistake-prone team that wasn't really ready for that moment. And that's what the Chiefs had looked like, really, even through the playoffs. Because they made those mistakes against the Ravens, excuse me, against the Dolphins and the Bills at times, but they were able to overcome those. I thought if they made those mistakes against Baltimore, they wouldn't be able to overcome them. They didn't make those mistakes and won by one score. That. That right there for me, just per, like not, I'm not, I don't want to come off as even like defensive about it. That was just, that was my logic, and that's how the Chiefs won this game in a way that I didn't think they'd be able to. But also, I think people are missing the point on this whole thing. Yeah, that's probably too. Like, if, if, if we're going to act like holding the Ravens to 10 points, yeah, that's unreal. And the Chiefs winning 17 to 10 was what was an expected level of play, well, then you shouldn't be impressed by what you saw from the Chiefs. That's just what you thought they were going to do. But here's the thing. I am not downplaying how awesome the Ravens have been this year. I think it only hurts you to do that. 
I think appreciate how good you, the, the, Chiefs, right. the Chiefs have had to beat have been. You can't clown Lamar and say oh, Lamar in the playoffs and then say, ooh, Spags is amazing. Right. No, Lamar is pretty damn good, and he's the deserving MVP this year. And Spags is a witch. Right. Or a warlock. Whatever. Or he might be a wizard. He might be a wizard. That's true. Spags is a wizard. And the Chiefs' defense is brilliant. And they played an amazing game. They outplayed, they outcoached, they outtuffed the Ravens. A really, really, really good team that would be a very deserving champion if they had won that game. Yep. It wouldn't be some sort of a fluke. It wouldn't have been the, oh my God, where are the Bengals? They, they came out of nowhere and, and won three games, two of them on the road, and Bur- Burroughs missed the season last year, and they got Jamar Chase, this rookie, and they go and do that, and they're playing in the, the Super Bowl. Boy, this team is going to be here to stay for a long time. They announced their presence. That's, the, that's not the Ravens. They would be one that would have been expected. The national media... If you're wanting to get it, you can you can take your frustrations out on the national media that said that this team was going to get blown out by the Ravens. Even that's a even that becomes a that. little bit. I said at the end of the game would be a field goal by Tucker to win the game, right? Which meant it was back and forth. And what we didn't 49. expect, what we didn't expect, and I'll own this is what we didn't expect it for the biggest moment of Justin Tucker's day to be before the game started. <laughs> that did surprise me. I was not expecting that. The most camera time for Justin Tucker came before the game when Patrick Mahomes was warming up. That was absolutely a surprise. I did predict that though. I, I said you that, had so that, I, man. I that parlay must have been delicious. Nailed it. Oh, I did um, that with Rishi Rice is over. Yes, but we both said on the air Friday, there is no way I am betting not betting uh, against the Chiefs in this particular game. But to me, that's the brilliance and the takeaway from that game. Yep. How they played. To act like that was just an expected result. The sharp money was on the Ravens, too. Mm-hmm. All the money was. It kept moving their direction. It was crazy. Vegas really needed the Chiefs to win, mm-hmm. especially to cover the four. I didn't really need it, but I certainly appreciated it with my wallet mm-hmm. by them covering the money line. And a couple of other parlays. So, Drew Tranquil, I know you said that uh, you spoiled some people's parlays. No, you didn't. Not mine, at least. I appreciate it. Appreciate you doing what you do. The only person um, that spoiled my only big bet of the day was the referee that called back Rasheed Rice's touchdown. Oh, that's tough. Man. That's okay. I, it was yeah. a bonus bet. I can live. I'll, yeah. I'll take the I'll take the trade off. Right, and it was such an obvious hold too. The Chiefs get all the calls. This is something that I don't. We don't have to dig any deeper than this if we want to. But Rasheed Rice had a touchdown, and Chris Jones had a safety. Chris Jones got mm-hmm. kicked in the kneecaps in the end zone. Yep. That's a penalty in the end zone. That's a that's a safety right there, friends. The Chiefs dominated that game. The Chiefs dominated that game. They had a touchdown called back on a BS hold. And, and, and every and single professional football player has said that's not a hold. Every offensive lineman was furious. That's yeah. how you get out in a, yes. in a, a screen a like that. You toss them. You got to toss them out and get up there. Because, look, the other, the other side of the coin is if Zay Flowers falls down, the, Chief, mm-hmm. the, the Ravens have a first down because it was first down at the one or two yard line was the first down marker. Yep. They're first and goal from the, the one yard line. Well, now the Ravens are getting that much closer to a touchdown. This you know a seven point game and all of that. That's where this this game left though, with both of these teams having little moments in the margins. Yep. And last week, McCole Harmon fumbled through the end zone, and the Chiefs overcame that. This was a great game between the best two teams in the AFC. Yep. And the Chiefs won. And if they play. Nine more times? I didn't bet against Mahomes. <laughs> I also wouldn't bet against Mahomes I any of those times. I physically bet a dollar against Patrick Mahomes. I'd feel good about the Chiefs winning the majority of the games after watching that. Yeah. If if they played. Yeah. Because I feel good about what that Chiefs what the Chiefs defense did to me was not a fluke. 
Absolutely not. After watching the game, what the Chiefs defense did was not a fluke. After watching the game, they were the best unit on the field. And I think if they played again and took that same exact strategy, maybe the difference would be Munkin might run the ball more. Yep. Okay, cool. You don't think six carries you know? from the running backs was the, the right game plan? Maybe, maybe. I don't know. But also, you know, this Ravens team was a, kind of a fluky play away from not scoring a touchdown. Yeah, abso- absolutely. I mean, Leo Chanel had him wrapped up. And by the way, stop going high after Lamar. He just keeps ducking. Thank you, Justin Reed, for actually wrapping his Seriously. waist. <laughs> you know, uh, Chanel jumped over him. Drew Tranquil jumped over him, like, going high. Like, And even that, that's, that was like a borderline fluky play that the Ravens yeah. scored on. And then spun around. It was also Lamar Jackson being Lamar Jackson. Right, absolutely. It happens. And Nick Bolton. He caught his own yes, pass, and the I Chiefs know. won a playoff game where a quarterback threw and caught his own pass. Wearing number eight. What? And by the way, Nick Bolton wasn't on Zay Flowers. Nick Bolton was in zone coverage. Yeah, he was. And then Zane Flowers came into his zone, and then he stayed with him. Uh, but anyway, yeah. um, we'll take a break. We'll get back into some phone calls. 913-3810-810. You know who the two leading receivers for the Ravens were at halftime of this game? <laughs> oh, was it Lamar Jackson and... Zay Flowers and Lamar Jackson. <laughs> Lamar Jackson was the Ravens' second leading receiver at halftime. Apparently, we finally found somebody who Legereus Steed and Trent McDuff- McDuffie cannot cover. It just happens to be the quarterback. Don't show Bill Pulling. <laughs> <laughs> Lamar is the second best receiver on his own team. We owe him an apology. Lamar turned the ball over twice. He was one for one in targets and receptions. Targeted himself, caught it. 13 yards, that's a chunk play. Line of the day. Lamar actually could be an amazing wide receiver. All right, we continue right here on Sports Radio 810 WHB. These Monday shows go by so fast. So fast. Because I'm like, man, I want to get to some more phone calls, and we got all the sound to play as well. We'll hear from Field Yates, and we'll hear from Andy Reid as well. Uh, let's bring in Phil to the conversation right here on Sports Radio 810 WHB. Phil, go right ahead, sir. What's on your mind? Hey, thanks, guys. Good show. Thank you. I thanks for being a part of it. I think the undefeated quarterback is Jeff Hostetler, because I think he may have won a Super Bowl and only oh, had three yes. starts. I'm on it. I will confirm this or deny it very soon. As weird as it is that I know this, he, I think, uh, lost a AFC championship maybe with Art Shell as the coach of the Raiders in 96? 93, Dylan. Ah. God, you're close. So that's a 4-1 career record for Jeff Hostetler. Not the GOAT. Great call, though. More more about the game, though. (laughs) Yeah, fair. (laughs) The great thing about being a fan of football is being able to watch a game and second-guess what's going on on the field. Mm -hmm. And when the Chiefs... I mean, Spagnolo were rushing five and six guys at a time for like eight plays in a row in the second quarter. You could almost hear the Baltimore fans screaming, what are you doing here? Can, can we do something? Can we run the ball? Can we jet sweep? Can we do the screen game? And they failed to do that, and because of that, they didn't come close to scoring in the second period. And then the biggest play in the game, basically, was the Chiefs uh, surviving the bad holding penalty and getting points at the mm-hmm. end of the quarter to go up by two scores. Because once the Chiefs were up by two scores, Baltimore, that was already predictable, became yep. even more predictable. They just simply threw the ball. Totally agree. And, and that, I mean, if you, uh, basically, Spagnolo pants them. 
Did. Um, by 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 doing the the and of course in the second half they only blitz, they didn't blitz that much and they went back to four because they figured they'd adjust in the second half. Well, they sh- Baltimore should have adjusted in the second quarter. They had opportunities based on what the Chiefs were doing to get them out of that blitz situation when they were sending. Uh, four, five and six guys, and they didn't do it. It was almost like they were creating a baseball mitt, and uh, and uh, and Jackson was the ball caught in the mitt. They couldn't get out because they were so spaced out around them. The six guys that were rushing the quarterback. Yeah, uh, that's a that's a really good analogy. I love it, uh, Phil. Thank you for the phone call, man. I, I appreciate it. And yeah, I was surprised that there there wasn't the adjustment that would have been made. To where okay they're bringing five or six let's run some short little dump offs in the in the third quarter they they hit the running back Justice Hill out of the backfield what might have been Gus Edwards out of the backfield I'm not sure but they hit the running back a couple of times and picked up some some decent yards one on the sideline it was second down and ten and you know Nick Bolton was there and he's not the quickest guy and just and he's got the sideline to help him but he also was alone on an island Justice Hill just a quick little stutter to the inside and then was able to turn the corner at the sideline and picked up like 14 yards it's like oh okay there you go now now maybe they're adjusting here but they kept running guys deep and kept running guys deep and kept running guys deep and i think it was Booger McFarlane that might have tweeted 10 times Ravens are going to have to run a screen pass eventually. <laughs> are the Ravens going to run a screen pass here? The Chiefs keep blitzing, and the Ravens have yet to run a screen pass. Are the Ravens going to run a screen Like, he kept saying it over and over, and did they run a screen? Except for maybe an attempted wide receiver screen in which Chris Jones knocked the ball down on third down. Yeah, I get that might have been the that one. You're right, that was a screen, though. Which, by the way. And he was not the only one there, either. But yeah, They said that on the broadcast, that was... I, I watched it again. And if Justin Reed did not beat his man one-on-one, that would have gone for a long Ooh, game. Really? Okay. Yeah, so Justin Reed and one other guy was over there, and then that was kind of it. Um, so Chris Jones made a pretty big play on that play. But also, again, I still think there's a chance that Justin Reed you know, beats the wide receiver that's there to block him, gets around, and makes the wide receiver either stop or turn back inside a little too quick. Um, and then it limits it to, you know... Um, a modest gain instead of, oh, my, uh, there's a 30-yard gain that Chiefs blitzed and they threw outside when they had two guys on defense on the uh, on an island and two guys out there to block them, and they just burned them. Didn't happen. Chris Jones has some long arms and big paws. Uh, 913-3810-810. We'll take a timeout. We'll come back. We'll continue rolling more zone right after this. All right, we continue right here on Sports Radio 810 WHB, 913-3810-810. Let's try to get through some phone calls. Bryson next up on Sports Radio 810 WHB here on a victory Monday. Four out of five Super Bowls for the Chiefs. Bryson, go right ahead. The floor is yours. What's on your mind? What's up, Sports Radio 810 WHB? Hey, Jason, I got a couple of questions for you regarding the Chiefs. Now, the offensive tackle position, I know we're looking at the Super Bowl, and that's all cool and stuff, but I'm looking into the future offensive tackle can we get rid of Jawan Taylor? Nope. I mean, that guy just plays <laughs> nope. so. I don't. Yeah. I don't like him. I mean, yeah. we're, I was like twenty million a year for four years. I, I just. I, I don't. I don't like him that well. Yeah, it's going to cost him a lot of money to get rid of him. It'll uh, cost him it, some uh, twenty million dollars in. Uh, excuse me, thirty-five million dollars in dead cap next year. It'll cost him more to, to release him than it would be to pay him. That is that is very true. 
But I, I just don't think he's the right kind of player for us. But, you know, maybe I'm wrong. This is his first year, so maybe I'm wrong. But yeah, hopefully the other he's, point, it, it's been a disappointment so far. I don't think there's any debating that. Yeah. The other point I want to make, can we write the book on the Jerry Sneed? He's the top three corner in the NFL right now. Amazing. He's one of the, he's one of the best. He's, not, he's mm-hmm. not three, he's not two. He's top three, and he's not three and not two. I mean, I don't know that you'll get much of an argument from me with that, the way he's playing. He's playing amazing. Yep. He's playing amazing. There's no doubt. That's all I had, guys. Thanks for the call. Thank you for providing a great show for us. Go Chiefs. Bryson, I appreciate that, man. Thank you for being a part of the show as well. Um, I mean, I, I, he'd be in the conversation. You know, it's like, who are the top cornerbacks in the league? If you don't mention Legereus Sneed, you're not watching. Yep. If you're talking about who are the top cornerbacks in the NFL. And if you want to bring in the Dallas Cowboys interception machine, that's fine. But you also need to bring in the Dallas Cowboys touchdown giver-upper machine <laughs> at times this year. They're the same machine. Yes, that's right. Uh, let's go to Tommy next up on Sports Radio 810 WHB. Tommy, go right ahead. What's on your mind, sir? Hey, good morning, guys. I just wanted to say a couple of things. Number one is my son and I went to the Christmas Day game against the Raiders, and I would want to know what the odds were that the Chiefs were going to go to the Super Bowl after that game that day. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> just, well, the worst we both and everybody in the stands were looking at each other like this is probably the worst football game we've ever seen. And then here they are going to the Super Bowl. It's just it's it shows that if they are focused, mentally focused and physically healthy. I don't think anybody can beat the Chiefs. Their defense is just unbelievable. And the defense stayed in their lane, so <laughs> Lamar just couldn't bust out anytime he wanted to. That's right. It was, it was fantastic. That's right. It was, uh, it was a brilliant game plan, and guys put their uh, selfishness of rushing, I'm going to get to the passer, behind them and said, we're rushing as a unit. Exactly. Everybody is one. Yeah, we were watching it with my sons, and we're like, look at them staying in their lanes. Yep. They, they, you know, the, sure, that you want to sack them. But it was more important to keep them in their lane so he couldn't bust out. Yep, absolutely. absolutely. Anyway, great, great show, great game, and it's it's unbelievable. <laughs> Tommy, I appreciate it, man, and uh, thank Every you for being— Every call in that way. You know, Tom, a, a good soldier having to live through that Christmas Day <laughs> game that uh, turned everything around. Tyler wraps us up here with phone calls on this uh, Victory Monday. Tyler, go right ahead. What's on your mind? Hey, Jason, just wanted to call and let you know what a hypocrite you are. <laughs> No, I, I I'm, that that's the last call we get. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, no, so I'm kidding. Uh, no, so I'm it. I'm 27, and uh, I, I got a group of buddies who've been friends with kids, full diehard Chiefs, Royals fans, and you know we the last playoff game we watched together was actually the Titans game uh, before the Mahomes era. So we've been we've been pretty superstitious, uh, but decided to give it a go this week. Yeah. Immediately had PTSD after that Lamar <laughs> throw up throw up, catch it, uh, oh, play. Yeah. So I, was, I was about to kick them out of my house, but we, <laughs> we, stuck, we stuck through. Um, you know, it's it just – I'm never going to take this for granted. And, like, this team's just so battle-tested. We've, we've seen them deal with injuries. I mean, Mahomes was hobbled last year. Um, they're just so battle-tested um, that I, I just don't see moving forward at this point how you really can't pick against them, um, that experience. And uh, I, I don't. I, lastly, I, I don't know if you guys saw, but Justin Reed did tweet that he'll be posting a link to yes. his "In Fact We Trust" shirt. So, so be on the lookout for that, guys. And I'll listen to the rest of the show off the air. But I appreciate you. 
Tyler, thank you so much, man. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, we, we saw that the link is going to be released by Justin Reed, and uh, yes, we will be uh, purchasing some. I've got the uh, I've got Justin Reed's tweets with push notifications right now. I'll pass on, the news along. Turned on notifications for Justin Reed because he is going to. Because there are some I'm refreshing. Yeah, there are some uh, links out there that are sort of aftermarket. Type yeah, those. Things, or I'm just going to create these. One things. from a bot that was that said in Spacs we trust. <laughs> Somebody's out there just spackling a wall. Yeah, I love specs. <laughs> In spackle we trust. Really covers up all of those nail holes in the wall. And Justin Reed also says a portion of the proceeds when the shirts do get sold are going there to benefit go. his uh, foundation, J. Reed Indeed. So uh, we'll let you know when that when mm-hmm. that goes live. More accurately, I'll let you know right after I hit submit order. There you go. <laughs> uh, and by the way, to uh, Tommy's point in Christmas Day, we'll play the clip eventually with uh, Brett Veach and saying that that was a big game for the entire organization to just look in the mirror, and it obviously meant a lot to this team.